Welcome to Cruise Kibitz, where we give you all the advice that you didn't ask for. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Cruise Kibitz. If this is your first time listening to our podcast, I am Cheryl, also known as Sick Cruiser. I am Siobhan from Parker's on the Go. And I am Kiki from Team Restravels. And we are Cruise Kibitz. All right, and today we are going to talk to you about choosing the right cabin style for you. Now, before we get into our topic, uh, we want to share a little review that we received. You want to share that review, Siobhan? Absolutely. So we have got we received a review from one of our favorite supporters, Miss um, Carla Jackson. Um, she has been very supportive of all three of us as far in the cruising community. So we just wanted to share a little note she sent. Um, the note says, "Hi, ladies. Just had the opportunity to listen to." the first podcast and I truly enjoyed it. Although it was about first tips for first time cruisers, the information is good for anyone. I too tip early. It tells the host that you appreciate their service thus far. At the end of my trip, I write a personal card to each uh, wait service and host sharing at least one thing they did to make my cruise memorable. Last, I complete the survey at the end noting the crew that provided exceptional service. I know at Disney, they shared these comments cruisers make in surveys with the staff. Anyway, ladies, great job. One podcast down, 999,999 to go. Take care, be safe, and be well, Miss Carla. So we want to thank Miss Carla so much. We appreciate you sending that in. Yeah. Sorry I stumbled through. If anybody watched our lives, y'all know I get marble mouth. So. No problem at all. Yeah, so we appreciate her so much. She's very, very supportive. So yes, we definitely appreciate the we definitely appreciate the support and appreciate the feedback. And also, before we get into our topic again, we have a question that we received uh, on our Cruise Kibitz Instagram account. So I want to share the question. So this question was actually directed to me. um, And uh, she says, I noticed you had breakfast delivered early in the morning to your cabin. Is, if there's a fee for that, is there a fee for that? And how do I go about setting it up for myself on Carnival Cruise Line? And uh, yes, often on my cruises, I order room service. uh, And so in your room, Uh, you will have uh, little cards that you can complete to uh, receive breakfast early in the morning. Now, I will say from there is a fee from, I believe it's still 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. And then even after, even um, before those times or even during the the free period, there are still items on the menu that uh, still come at a, a small fee. So um, I do fill out the card at night and usually it's like coffee or uh, juice, maybe some yogurt or something. Now the breakfast sandwiches that I I get, there is a charge for that. And the last time I was on the ship, uh, it was, I believe like $3.50 or $4 or something Mm -hmm. for the sandwich, you know? So to me, that was just a small fee. So 
um, you know, you know, and I like those sandwiches, especially gluten-free sandwich. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 it wherever I can. So, so yes. And, uh, all you have to do for that is to fill out the little card, um, the night before, or you can just dial up room service at any time, you know, and it, it's a shame because I want to say, <laughs> I was about to say, just dial 8,000. And it's a shame that I know the room service number. <laughs> <laughs> well, they must be good if you remember the number. So <laughs> remember that. <laughs> I mean, where but else are you going to find out the exact number to call? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right number but that's the, that's the number that came to my mind but but yes yeah, so that yes you can order room service breakfast some items come for fee some are free between the hours of uh 6 a.m and 10 p.m so all right well thank you for the question that was that was awesome i'm so excited we got our first question i think yes, it deserves thank you for the question and if anyone <laughs> and if anyone else has a question that they want us to answer, you can uh, just send us a note in our DM on um, Instagram or drop us a note online or, you know, just drop any of us a note and we'll answer yeah. that. Absolutely. <laughs> or email us at at gmail.com. There you go. Yes. All right. So. Thank you so much for that question. It was an awesome question. And if anyone else has additional questions, like Sig said, you can reach out to us in a number of different ways. We also want you to tap into the podcast as well. And you can do that by tuning into any major network where podcasts are aired. Uh, we're on a several of them. And you can also um, go over to our website where we will have links to our podcast posted as well. All right. Thank you. All right, ladies, you ready to get started? Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So our topic is choosing the right cabin style. So I'll just start it off. I'll just kick it off with a question. How do you choose the cabin style that you want for a particular cruise? So how do you choose your cabin? Um, I choose, uh, I really like balconies. So I choose based off that. Um, I choose that style most of the time. The only time I really chose um, an ocean view was when my son was younger because I was nervous about him being out on a balcony. Um, and then from there, I just choose based off location. Okay. So what about you, Siobhan? Yeah, for me, when we first started cruising, I made up my mind that we weren't going to do an interior because I felt like I was going to be in a closet. <laughs> um, so I was just like, we're never going to do an interior interior cabin. We're always going to do ocean view and above. So that's what we started doing. And once we got into it, we liked it because that's all we knew. Um, but now there's a lot of different <laughs> things that go into that. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Because one being ocean view cabins are generally on the bottom of the ship. And for me, it's not conducive to sleeping because that's where all the mechanics are. So sometimes we end up close to like the engines or something like that, or when they're moving stuff around on the deck or things like that. So um, we tend not to choose those anymore. 
in either both balcony or interior. And I bite my tongue because we are cruising in interiors now, which I said we would never do. <laughs> uh, I've never cruised in an interior, so I'm looking forward to hearing oh, wow. <laughs> more about it. Oh, I have not. I want to. I heard that because it's like pitch black, right? Like you get yes. absolute darkness if you want yes. it. And so I've heard that it's really nice for that reason. But I just love being able to walk outside mm -hmm. and see that water. Like, that's one of my favorite parts of yes. being on the road. It's hard to let that go once you get it. it well, is. I don't know. You know, because when I started cruising, especially cruising solo in 2016, I got nothing but balcony cabins all the time. Mm -hmm. Balconies, cabins. Uh, short cruise, long cruise, nothing. And I, that's what I heard all the time. Once you go to a balcony, you'll never want anything else. So um, I don't know what made me on one cruise try an interior. So I tried an interior. Now, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of interiors after that experience, but it did make me want to explore different cabins. Mm -hmm. So after I explored different cabins, it, it, I just got into, okay, there's a certain type of cabin that I will do depending on how long the sailing is, mm -hmm. depending on if I've been to the port before. Uh, and um, let me see. Yeah, those are those are really my, my two criteria. So I will go from anywhere from an interior uh, to a porthole uh, on mm -hmm. deck two uh, to a balcony. So anywhere in between, oh, and ocean view. So mm -hmm. depending on just like I said, those different criteria, if it's in the fall and it's a seven day cruise, I'm going to be in a balcony. If it's a three day cruise, um, I could be in a, uh, a porthole. I could be in an interior. I could be in a six J cabin. So yes. it, it, there's, I, I have no rhyme or reason other than, you know, I just have to sit down and, and work the math and figure out which one I want. <laughs> yes. That's and a good for, point, though. Yeah. And like for those who don't know, the ones that don't know, she said a 6J cabin. There are so many. It's not just three different cabin categories. It's not just like interior ocean view, balcony, suites. There are so many different levels to each one of those cabins. Um, but also, you know, you need to come. You need to understand, too, that something I never did that I have started doing is looking at the ship map. I just always chose a cabin. And if it had the price I like, that's the cabin we're going with. As long as it's not sitting right on top of the elevators, I'm good. Like, you know what I mean? As long as I'm not the first cabin on that floor. Um, but from our Carnival Magic experience, <laughs> I will no longer do that. Um, I will definitely be looking at the ship map and making sure we're not sitting over the theater because I don't want to be a part of the show that bad. <laughs> like we were literally, I swear we our cabin was right in the speaker. So oh, right on top of the speaker. God. So everything that was going on, we heard it word for word, bar for bar. It was crazy. So now, I'll, I'll add on another tip. In addition to looking at the ship map when you're booking, if you actually Google and download the uh the deck plan for the ship 
uh, that tells you all of the categories that I'm talking about. Like when I, uh, a lot of times I'll mention it by category because I've studied the the floor plan. So, right. <laughs> so when, when I say a 4J cabin or uh, I, I talk about the 1A cabins for um, like solo cruisers, if they're mm-hmm. looking for, you know, just a small uh, cabin that may be affordable, that's your 1As on deck one and deck two. But the, uh, the, the floor plan is the standard floor plan. There's a standard deck plan rather and a, an accessible that will show you like all the accessible rooms and, and locations and things like that. So yeah, so it has listed all of the categories at the top and you can see how they, uh, where they are on the ship. And then uh, again, like you said, that shows you what's above you and what's below you. So that helps with choosing the, the cabin. Yes. For you yeah well y'all one of the things i did my last sailing prior to the pandemic i chose my my cabin based on which one was i gonna be inside for the mustard jury <laughs> i did not want to be on that deck in the heat and i literally went to a map and found which ones were gonna be in particular mustard drill areas yeah. that were gonna be I like yeah, girl ever I hope oh, they that. Like today. Yeah, that's not part of my category. So no, yeah. I have never <laughs> thought of that. <laughs> I never wanted it. I never wanted it. I never wanted to be standing outside on the deck in the heat. I wanted oh, to be wow. the <laughs> Yeah, that's wow. never, it doesn't apply wow. anymore. I hope it never applies again because I yeah. hope we right. have to that style of mustard drill. Ooh, those mustard drills. Each other, I, know that I didn't want it. I didn't want it. Right. Oh, gosh. That's amazing. I would have never thought that is yeah, so I innovative. Like, I would have never thought to do that. <laughs> <laughs> desperate times call for desperate measures. Yes. Wow. <laughs> so I'm just wondering for you guys, what is like a cabin? Just no, I'm just absolutely not going to do this particular type of cabin. Like, what type of cabin would that be for you guys? I would say for me, it is an interior on a long cruise. I can do mm. an interior for a three day or four day, but for a seven day cruise, or even when I get five is probably my cutoff point, uh, five on mm. up, I need uh, a balcony or I need something with a window. So um, ocean yeah. view or um, or a balcony. Um, yeah, I just need some some natural light in the room after so many days. <laughs> You do. You do. Yeah. We did interior on Wonder of the Seas um, Mm -hmm. just because it was the inaugural. You know, sometimes those sailings can be a little more expensive. Um, Mm -hmm. But we did the interior for that one. And of course, that was a seven day. And it did get to be like, even though the the cabin was beautiful, Mm -hmm. not having that window or even the balcony to go out on and just taking the breeze or just have the light come through it kind of does for me get uh, stale so you're absolutely right depending on the length of the cruise i would certainly you know it would probably sway more of which mm-hmm. type of style we would choose yeah yeah i think i think i would do the interior it, it definitely would depend on how long i think i could do with the interior for three or four days but anything mm-hmm. longer than that i wouldn't want it but the one thing i think i would never do is like one of the really really low cabins like deck two 
deck three. I, I could probably get away with deck four. When we start talking about deck two, deck three, that's just a little too close to the water for me. I would like to be a little bit higher. That's the only thing I can. You mean so? So the idea is just in case it floods, the the ship floods, it's going to go to deck one or deck two first. Is that the it's, thought process? I I just I feel like. If I could look out of my, I would want to be on a balcony for one. You're not going to get a balcony at that at that height, no, which means no. I would be at an ocean view. Mm -hmm. And if I looked out at the ocean and was that close, to, I, I just feel like I would feel too close to the water. I feel like I need to be up higher. I, I didn't even think about the flooding aspect of it, but yeah, now <laughs> you just add another element. But it's crazy, like. It doesn't seem that way when you're in it. Like when you're in the ocean view, it does not seem like you're sitting right above the water. You still, it's there's still some height to it. But I think for me, I think kind of why we haven't been booking ocean views is because of the location of the cabin. Like there's been times where, like I said, we just like the price is good. We want an ocean view, no window, and we would have taken it anywhere on the ship. But when you start getting into the inner workings of the ship, and you're closer to deck one, deck two. You know, you're getting noises at 2 33 o'clock in the morning that you're not expecting to get. Yeah, see, and I must be a, a, a hard sleeper or something because I mean, I, I hear that all the time about all the noise that's on deck one or deck two. And I, I like the forward part of the ship, so mm -hmm. I always book my cabins forward no matter what. But I sl always sleep through the night, I never hear anything so i must be a hard sleeper you are <laughs> you are i'm a light sleeper so i i oh, okay. hear everything okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the most noise we ever got in the cabin was all the way ass i felt like we could hear everything and it wasn't a low cabin it was still pretty relatively high i think but it it was loud we could hear everything all day yeah. all night well, now, speaking you know, of that, do you have a particular location that you like to book? Like, I always um, book forward cabins. On my last, very last cruise, I did book an aft cabin, but it was a three-day cruise, and, and I did an interior. So I couldn't tell the difference between that, you know, aft and forward or anything. Um, and I tend to like the motion of the ship. I'm one right. of those people that, you know, the rockier, the better. Because so, yeah. oh, wow. I don't get motion sickness or anything. So I really prefer my uh, cabins to be, you know, in the front of the ship. So uh, what about you guys? I really um, like aft. I, I always book an aft because I like the proximity to like the buffet and things like that. Usually you could jump mm -hmm. right on the elevator, go up or down. And then I like um, I, the last sailing I was on, I had like the aft an aft room on the Lido deck, which was super close proximity to everything. So that's, mm -hmm. that's what I've enjoyed the most so far. Yeah. When we first started cruising, everybody was saying midship was a place to be, um, no matter what floor midship, um, just because, you know, it does eliminate some of the motion. Um, so that's what we always used to try to book. Um, but we've been going forward lately and I actually enjoy mm -hmm. forward. Um, mm -hmm. But We've also experienced like forward on the higher decks, and you do okay. get more of that. <laughs> you do get more of that motion that you don't get on the lower deck. So mm -hmm. I think now I found my sweet spot will probably be like forward on like a lower deck, like maybe deck um, mm -hmm. seven or eight. Okay. That's kind of like my sweet spot. Yeah. Do either of you get motion sickness? 
I do. Sickness? Oh, you do. I, I have on almost every cruise I've been on, I have gotten motion sickness. Really? Yes. I always take like C bands with me. I don't like mm -hmm. to use like Dramamine and stuff like that because I don't want to be knocked out. But I'll take C bands. I'll take ginger candy. I'll have ginger ale, stuff like that, to try to get me through it instead of knocking me out to sleep, so I don't, you know, sleep through the cruise. But yeah, right. I motion sickness a lot. Yeah. Um, I think the only time I got motion sickness twice. One was on a ship. <laughs> the other one wasn't. Okay. One was on um, Wonder because that was our first higher cruise cabin um, category. Mm -hmm. So it was up. It was on deck like fourteen. So it took me a while to get myself together. But I think after I finally got used to being in that cabin category, I was fine. Um, the second time was when we did the Sea World Explorer in Nassau, and we were underwater, and it just kept <laughs> going around in a circle. <laughs> Um, for like 30 minutes and just went around in the circle. Oh, um, no. but it was the only time. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. No. And I can say, usually I don't get seasick, but there was uh, the cruise right before the shutdown. This was February. What was that? 2020. Mm -hmm. uh, um, and the, the, the ship was real rocky. I think there was a storm or something around that time. And I just felt a little bit of uneasiness in my stomach. So, and it was a time when everybody on the ship, a lot of people on the, uh, the ship were getting sick because of the motion. And mm -hmm. my room steward told me to, uh, to suck on lemons or something. So I guess that was supposed to help. She said, that's what the crew did. They, you know, if they got a little bit of motion sickness, they would suck on lemons. So have you guys ever heard that? I ginger haven't. candy and green apples. I've heard, yeah, I've, I've heard, heard ginger. Right. Yeah, ginger. I've heard green ginger. apples too. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. ginger and green apples I've heard, but I've never heard the lemon thing. I'm not mm -hmm. Yeah, me either. So, yeah. <laughs> and that was the only time I ever felt any type of queasiness on a ship. So... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, before we go, let's say, do you have any last tips for anyone uh, trying to find their cabin style? Um, I think for me, it would be, you know, based on, you know, what's important to you. If you are a, a sleeper like my husband who has to have like it pitch black dark, um, <laughs> nothing, no sound, not one people like coming through interior cabin may be for you. Um, and just consider what makes it what makes sense for you as far as your sleeping habits or because hopefully you're not going to spend your whole cruise in the cabin anyway. Um, so um, that, that will be my tip. Just consider your sleeping habits and what makes the most sense for you and your family. I'll just say uh, not even so much a tip, but. Even though we sat here and we went through what, you know, what room would we not ever sail in? None of that is going to keep me off the ship. If the option is <laughs> deck one, and that's the only room left, and the option is go on that ship or stay at home, guess what? I'm going to be on the ship. We're going to find okay. out. <laughs> that would be like, never let any of those things stop you from sailing. Mm -hmm. None of, I, I don't want anybody to take away from this that if the room that you want is not available, that you should just, you know, right. cancel the trip or uh, plan a different ship or anything like that. Still go on the sailing. Still enjoy yourself. None of it is mm -hmm. a, you know, stop, stop, stop the situation. Right, right. I think what I would say is uh, going back to the point we made earlier about looking at the, you know, the deck plans or the, or the ship map and looking at uh, where things are located. 
and finding the, the room that, um, you know, you want to be either closest to, you know, a certain location or even furthest away because maybe mm -hmm. you want to be further away from the buffet so that you'll walk back and forth to kind of work it off. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so so it, it works. We're both dropping those gyms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, all right, ladies. So another fun podcast, another Absolutely. fun topic. Always a fun time chatting with you ladies <laughs> absolutely it's, it's been a blast if you're interested in sending any questions to us make sure you send us a message on instagram you can email us at cruisekibitz k-i-b-i-t-z at gmail.com or you can hit us up on our individual um, pages uh sig cruiser parker's on the go or team reach travels and we will make sure we get those questions answered and feel free to leave a review <laughs> All right, ladies. Well, it's been great. We appreciate um, everyone listening once again. And uh, happy cruising. Happy, happy cruising. cruising. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye.